This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode five of The Real Word. Word up. Word up. We got to get right into it. Brother? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we've got to get right into it. We've got a busy day. Busy day. So let's get into the first topic. We have a phenomenal final word, and I don't know where you're going to put that, Brian. You're going to flash it. If you want to present your final word, if you're in the industry and you have a topic or a question, just email at wherever Brian uh, posted the emails above or below, and we'll take your final word. It could be text, email, could be a tweet for all I care, video. Video, just, you know, maybe turn the turn phone. Turn the phone to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, we'll take we'll take it however you can uh, can deliver that. So... First topic, we've had a lot of storms. We just had like a mini storm here in Connecticut. Well, I do. I feel like um, I feel like we weren't really that well prepared for the storm that we just well, had. Because nobody said anything about it. No, like, they're like, There's, it's going to be windy. Yeah. Dude, it the, like it sounded like a train went through. Like we didn't have school the next day. So, to be fair opening. though, like we had some trees fall down and, and some people lost power for three days. Yes. But it was not anything like no, what we saw no, in no, no. Puerto Rico no, or no, in no, Texas or Florida no, or no, all these places. No. Everybody knows the deal. 2017 has been a rough year. Super rough. For the uh, Houston, for Mother Nature. Yeah. Crazy. Fires in California. I mean, yeah. it's really been quite crazy. So, so a staff writer for Inman, Gil South. Is that Gil or Jill? G-I- it would be Gil. Gil. That'd be Gil. Gil. Okay, Gil. good. Sorry, Gil. Hi, Gil. Uh, how could real estate better prepare for natural disasters? So we, we can't stop natural disasters from happening. They've been happening for hundreds of years. But how can we as an industry be better prepared for these disasters? It's, it's obviously going to be an ongoing discussion. And I'm not even so certain that we'll have the answers for it. But it's really, I think, an important question to have because... I mean, I I really don't mean because they're going to happen again. Well, hopefully, twenty eighteen's not like right. as dramatic as and it's you know, wildfire, all this stuff. Yeah, well, and I think it's really important for us to dive into that because, unfortunately, like if if there continues to be these natural disasters, it is inevitably going to impact our business. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it, especially like around. I mean, not especially, but around here. I mean, we we did. There were a few storms that were headed our way, and there were. You know, obviously, you have to then prepare. Like, okay, like our fall market would be over if a storm hit, um, just to get sort of bounce everybody yeah. back. So I think it's a very good topic. I think it's it's interesting. I'm not so certain that I even have the answers. Um, I mean, there were real. There were some really good things in the article well, about. Yeah. About things that were being developed, you know, agents sort of banding together to come up like, with some sort of relief funds. Yeah, there's a lot of relief funds. I know Tom Ferry did a big push on um, basically there were some realtor funds that were set up like California, knowing that, to your point, the agents aren't going to have as good of a market over the next few months of recovery. So funds that actually went to the agents oh, as wow. well as hmm. as well as to the community. Yeah. Keller Williams uh, did a... 10,000, they have a 10,000 square, square foot, foot warehouse. warehouse in Austin, Texas. The supplies. Yeah, so they have three branded 18-wheeler trucks uh, for any future natural disasters thing out there. I, so there's a couple things I think we can do as agents. Tim Macy, who was on the show, when was Tim on? He did the final word. Uh, that, that was two weeks ago. That was episode yeah. three, maybe? Episode three, Brian? Yeah. Tim Macy... And he's in San Antonio, Texas. When Harvey hit in Houston, he immediately did a, it was like GoFundMe or something. I, I, I think I gave him a, a little bit. And 
he raised, I don't know, a very small amount of money, thousand bucks, 2000 bucks, whatever it was. And he put together a little crew. That money was just for the supplies, for them to get down there to eat, maybe to stay. They were down there for like a weekend or something. And they just pitched in like boots on the ground pitching in. And I love that. Yeah, that's... I mean, I, I would, I mean, as much as I love the fact that there are these storage units in Austin, Texas, I obviously am not in Austin, Texas. So I right. do think that it's super important for us as agents to have more of like a local approach. I mean, obviously I love that you contributed yeah. globally because we were lucky enough to go unscathed this season, yeah. but um, there will come a time that we won't much like, you know, Sandy hit and all that. So I think it's great to have sort of a local approach. So I love that he sort of, he participated yeah. in, in doing that. So I think there's two things. There's that, there's the local, the community, help your community. And then if it's not happening in your community, Maybe it's money. Maybe it's you physically going there. That's number one. Number two thing uh, I think that you, we need to do as agents and brokers is educate our clients. So I'll give you an example here. Connecticut Shoreline, uh, I was talking to my insurance uh, agent and she said, hey, if you have a property that right now is not in the flood zone, mm -hmm. but maybe they're waterfront, for example, Harvey, I believe because of Harvey, because a lot of the flooding in Houston was not in a flood zone, we're going to see remapping throughout the country. Well, we saw that up in this area right after Sandy. I mean, yeah. I, I, in all honesty, I, and I maybe I'm maybe I'm inaccurate, but I do think that there comes a time too where FEMA has to remap to well, like regain the, some more money that they lost. No so doubt. it's inevitable whether it's going to flood or not. Again, they just need flipping money. So she had a uh, suggestion that. When you have homeowners, and my parents actually happen to be in this boat, I talked about it on the radio show, their waterfront, the road runs between their front yard and the right. water. They're technically not in a flood zone, believe okay. it or not. Mm -hmm. That's a property I believe will be remapped in the next five years at some point, and they will be in a flood zone. Right. So right now they can get a really low cost on a flood insurance plan. You know, we'll call it 500 bucks. It's very, very low. Yeah, I, I would say it probably is even less than that, right. but yeah. They can lock that in and they and when they sell in five, six years, if they're in a flood zone, they can transfer that policy to the new buyer. So instead of tr the new buyer having to get, let's say a $10,000 policy, they are receiving the, the like transfer policy, in, right? grandfathered in at idea. 500 bucks. Yeah. So by educating your client, because that right there will save about $100,000 in the equity of their home. Well, it, right? it, it, absolutely. I mean, because it's all about buying power, really, when yeah. a buyer comes through. So if there's all of a sudden a $2,000 or $3,000 flood policy, they're right immediately losing $200 a month, which is tens of thousands of dollars in buying power when they're going to buy a house. So I'm as a, as a buyer, I'm thinking I'm going to be there 10 years, 10,000 times 10. I'm, I'm immediately taking but they, but they off. can't even necessarily get a mortgage either right. because they're now like debt to income money coming in. It's all thrown off. Yeah, true. If, yeah, you, if you're I not mean, a cash buyer. Exactly. Exactly. So first thing, help your community, whether it's boots on the ground, send money. Second thing, educate your clients. I think those are the two bullet yeah. points. Well, um, they, they, the only other thing that they mentioned sort of in there is when it comes to rebuilding, obviously, um, I think that if you are in some of these flood zones, it is sort of a requirement to then build to FEMA guideline. Uh, but if you're not, and it happens to be some sort of other disaster, I think it's also, you know, they, they were just talking in the article about making sure that when you rebuild, it's, it's you know, you rebuild with those things now in mind. Mind. Yep. So, which seems sort of, seems like that would, you know, 
happen no matter what but uh, yeah worth mentioning so i think again i think it's super important to have these discussions again locally i mean even within just like our team like what can we do to help get information out help people reach out resources i mean locally we're here on the shoreline so you know community you know funds i think that's a great idea yeah for right. the future because it's something's gonna happen yeah. right all right the final word again if you ever want to post the final word send an email we'll, let's link that back up again brian It'll be linked in the description if you're yep. on YouTube. Uh, this is the first final word from a non-real estate agent. Mm-hmm. But he's in the real estate field. He's in the real estate field. He's a lender. Uh, office is located in Brooklyn, New York. Peter Kostakos. Big ups to he you. He may actually Used be the first times, man the bun guy too, right? Uh, is, does he have a, <laughs> does no? he have a man bun? <laughs> Pete, is love that a man, man bun? bun. <laughs> I don't love the man bun, by the way, but... Nicole does. Let's let's see what he's got for the final word. Happy New Year, Byron and Nicole. How are we doing today? Um, I want to know what's going on for next year. Uh, if you don't know, I'm saying Happy New Year because you need to start planning way sooner for the following year. So uh, you tell us. You guys know the market better than anybody else I know. So what is 2018 going to bring on the real estate front? Take care and uh, hope to hear soon. I love the final word. Thank you for the question, brother. You're like super excited about 2018. I'm super bullish on 2018. But here, here's the thing. I'm going to I'm gonna put a little asterisk on that right now. Wow, that was a good word. If yeah, it's one of the biggest words I can come up know. with right yeah. there. And you spoke it correctly because <laughs> yeah. that could have for gone once, horribly wrong. For once, I, I spoke <laughs> correctly. Thank you, Nicole, yep. for pointing that out. Well, I, you know, yeah. I got I to help whenever I can. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I think that there's a couple things that could change um, my, th- my temperature on the 2018 market. Huge natural disasters like we just spoke about mm-hmm. will change certain markets if, if those continue to unfortunately happen. And that means happen. snow, too. Yeah, snow sucks, by the yeah. way. We deal with that in Connecticut. It slows the market Ooh, down if there's a foot, foot and a half. People just cancel showings, right? So things like that. Can impact, but snow will melt and the market course, will pick just, right back up if the demand's there. Starts a little slower. Yeah, start. Yeah. It starts later. Uh, you know, the other thing, geopolitical stuff, we can't control that obviously, um, but that would have an impact on the economy and the markets and and so on and so forth. So, in a normal year, nothing major kind of happens. What we've seen locally, and I know nationally, I'll get into a national stat. Locally, we've seen year over year uh, since 2012 more sales in, in basically all the counties that we cover, more total sales units. are in units. Yep. Our, our sales prices haven't popped like uh, you know the rest of the country. No. I'm super bullish on 2018 for us here locally, finally getting that pop in sale price. And we've seen them come up, but I'm bullish that they will come up more. I'm bullish that the luxury market, which has been soft across the country in 2017, is going to come back. I think there's so much money on the sidelines. I think if the tax cut happens, that's going to be a help. Um, so I actually believe Lux Market 2018, huge opportunity there. I think it's there's a lot of inventory. I, I understand that. Super location based. Yep. Yep. But yes. But that's all you're saying? Well, no. I, I just think there's a lot of money tied up. Yep. 
Well, I, and I and I and I th- and I feel like we talk about this, and we have talked about this. Maybe it's not going to all stay in the stock market forever. No, no, and I don't, and I don't think that it necessarily um, needs to. But I, I think that there. I mean, we've always just. T- oh, I well, maybe not you and I have talked about it, but I feel like within the within our area, we've always talked about like this pent up, you know, sort of demand, right. um, and people who are entering like the market, or you know, I, I, I do. I, th- I still think there's a lot of that. So I think. Well, that, here's the thing. Locally, yeah. Locally, the thing with agents here on the shoreline, Connecticut, a lot of inventory a lot of inventory but a lot of demand pent-up demand the, but the, not the, good but not good that's but it not good, no you nailed it not, there's a lot of shit on the market yeah, right now and and unfortunately Here. what's happening there is that is what's sort of keeping the prices from rising you get a kick-ass house that like people haven't seen dude you can absolutely yeah. and you can get well beyond what you ever thought you yeah. could so i think what's sort of hurting it here is that we have old homes, oh, oh, old yeah, inventory. They're, they're, they're kind of tired or they're not yeah. pricing them appropriately. Um, they're pricing them if, you know, for that one outlier that was so kick-ass, you know. Um. So, so to your point, and this is a Keeping Current Matters article, um, the National Association Realtors reported that there has been a sale, that sales have rose 0.7% month over month, but remain 1.5% lower than they were a year ago. And to your point, there's just not enough inventory for some of this demand to break through. Maybe. Right? They're talking yeah. about, um, you know, the, basically this article is, should you list now? Right. Well, buyers are super patient. Right. I mean, man, I haven't seen buyers this patient in like this a fall market, really long time. I mean, they're just kind of like, dude, I mean, like, tire kicker to a whole new level i mean we'll wait we'll see um you know maybe something more will come there's spring i don't need to like there's just they're yeah. so patient i don't know if they're living at home Here's i don't know if mama's still making their bed but like so <laughs> so super patient yeah hey if if uh mama's still making your bed maybe you move out i'll move in <laughs> we'll call that a trait a little swap yeah, absolutely. So home sales, here's here's a quote from uh, NARS chief economist Lawrence Yun. Home sales in recent months remain at their lowest level uh, of the year and are unable to break through despite considerable buyer interest in most, most parts of the country. They are super patient. To your point, good inventory is going to get soaked up quickly. I do think there's going to be more buyers in the marketplace than there even are today when we hit the spring market in 2018. Well, because the people that aren't buying in the fall, which I'll be honest, the fall market in in my past years has been just as fantastic as the spring, Yeah. except this year. Um, so I'm assuming that all the buyers that are sort of milling will probably still be sticking around in the spring. Yeah. I mean, again, the snow is always sort of the catch here. We never know what's gonna happen, um, you know, come December, January, February, but I agree. I mean, I, I think that I, I'm optimistic about, you have to be optimistic about every year, but, um, it, it's showing very positive. I, yeah, I think it's going to be very positive. I, I believe there'll be more buyers. And and I just think if you are a buyer and you see good inventory in this fall market that, that hits, you've got to be super competitive with your offer because there's going to be more buyers competing for the good inventory in the spring. And I think you're going to pay a higher price in spring of 2018 than you can get in fall of 2017. Now, they're talking Absolutely. about should you list now. If you're a seller... Um, I would list now if if maximizing the sale price isn't your top priority, right? 
I think if, and here's, here's what I mean by that. Like for me, I just sold my house. Maximizing every single penny wasn't my top priority. Okay. Finding a good buyer that could close on the date that I wanted was, it was, it was, there was nothing to do with, you know, my house was totally renovated. It was fine. Right. Um, but if I waited for the spring, I think I could have gotten more money. Maybe, but you'd also be in so much more, you'd be up against so much more competition though too. Maybe your yeah. house all of a sudden isn't quite as nice. Oh, because all the other stuff was nicer. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's always the hard thing, you know. And also, I mean, obviously it's so, uh, to answer that question on a broad scale is virtually yeah. impossible because I have no idea what your plans are. I have no idea what your time frame is. But if you want to be somewhere, like for the holidays, you better flip and list it. Well, but, if, but if you also I mean, want to... Like right, Thanksgiving, but, right? But even if, you, even if you want to move on before spring, I mean, now is the time to really, you know, get on there. But if you're not looking to get anywhere between before summer or you have a couple years, yeah, I mean, I guess you can wait. Keeping current matters say, says do it now because there's not a lot of good inventory and there is buyer demand. Um, I, I agree if you really want to move now, but, right. I, but I think if you're maximizing your penny, even though there's going to be more buyers more or more competition rather, in 2018, I think you're going to be better off. I just, I'm very bullish on 2018. So yeah, you're psyched. We'll see if I'm You've been right. Talking about 18 for a couple weeks now. Happy months. New Year, Pete. We appreciate Happy the New question. Year, I think you're going to have a bang up year, Pete, as Yankabor, well. Yankabor, right? Uh, what did I say? Yes. Is that Rosh Hashanah? Yes. Uh, something like that. Peace. <laughs> Correct us <laughs> if we're wrong. Sorry. If you have a final word, definitely hit up uh, the email links. You can email, text, tweet, Instagram. I don't even care. Put it in the YouTube comments. If you have a question or a topic for the show, uh, industry related, of course, please, please send it, send it through. Yeah. All right. We'll have fun with it. That was the final word. Thank Till you. Till next time, guys. Word up. Word up. Word up. Word up.